yeah, there we are. Welcome everybody. My, my name is Emilio Garcia and this is our first session of Boundify Live. This is a very interesting format that I'm exploring since today. It's, I like it because it's not as formal as a webinar where I have to have a presentation, maybe a speaker and um, a very fixed like topics that need to be covered. In this other format, I intend the audience to participate. And while I probably will have every, well, everyone on mute while I'm, I'm sharing what I'm going to present on the screen, please feel free to ask questions. Either you unmute the, the microphone or you just type something on the chat. I will just make a, a quick chat here. Hi, everyone. And you can, you can ask any question if you want to. Today, I want to focus on a topic that I really like which is the difference between paid advertising on search engines and paid advertising on social media, specifically for B2B companies. So I will focus heavily on LinkedIn. I love this topic because probably some Donald and Tim will probably say that they agree. It's a source of confusion because you can pay both. You can pay Google, you can pay LinkedIn or, or Facebook or any other social media platform, but usually what you can accomplish on each of those platforms is completely different. I will explore that today. So let us dive in right away. I like on these kind of explanations to share my, my screen. I, I like to do that. So I will start here. And I think one of the very first thing that we want to cover is how those ads look like, because sometimes it's not easy to recognize them. So I'm going to pick a scenario. I'm going to choose a theme or a topic here. Imagine that you are, or you own a company that develop apps that develop Android apps or iOS apps, and you're exploring advertising for your company and you want to understand how the landscape works. So when you are thinking about search, this is usually what a user might type, something like app development company. Maybe, and you can see here that Google will suggest some examples. So if I click on this, I get this sort of results. And one thing that I wanna add our that scenario is the, the company is trying to look for people that want to develop an app, but already have on mind a kind of buyer. And in this example, imagine that our usual buyer is someone that is starting a company and or thinking about developing an app and they have very little resources available. They don't have a big team and they're looking for an agency or a firm that can help them do that. So that will be the the buyer is usual in this scenario that I'm imagining that person will be the owner usually or a partner of the company. And, and we need that because that was going to be important for social. If you were going to do this search uh, on Google, you will be, you will be presented with this kind of results. And nowadays it's incredible how Google have reduced the difference between ads and organic or unpaid results. But the difference, and I will zoom in here, is that these one, two, three, four first results are ads. The way that you know they're ads is because you can see the word ad here. That's pretty much the only clue that you get about it. 
after this, so this will be the first organic result. These results here, nobody's paying for, or nobody's paying Google for showing up here. They probably expended money and time developing content that will rank this high for this very competitive keyword because we will see that this, this can be very competitive, but they didn't pay Google. So this will be organic results. But the first four, these are search engine ads, right? So this is how paid advertising looks like for the user, for that person that we have in our minds from the searcher perspective. What about LinkedIn? In LinkedIn, the ads, they try to use the same idea, is something that doesn't look like a promotion. Some of them are pretty obvious and some of them are diff difficult to see. And I will show you here, my, I'm looking at my profile here and you can see here that this area, for example, this is promoted. These are ads and you know that because they are not part of the feed and they say the word promoted. LinkedIn from the many years when they started before being acquired by Microsoft had these other ads that are more text-based and you can see the word ad here too. So these are two very easy to spot areas where you can see ads. But the one that is the most popular one, and this is not coincidence, this is a client of ours, is this post. So if you look at this post, it looks like any other post on social media, like the people that you follow or the companies that you interact with. But the difference is that it says promoted. That's how you know this is an ad. And as you can see, the biggest difference, and that will be the difference when you are willing, you are deciding where to spend your money, is that on search, your ads will only show up when people is looking for what you are offering, when you are willing to bid for that keyword or that phrase. And on social, the ads just show to the right people or the people that you intend to show them. There's no search on it. And they pretty much look like the rest of the feed. So this is an ad. And let me continue to scroll and see if I can. This is, for example, obviously an ad from LinkedIn itself, right? And one, one thing that you will distinguish for ads is that you don't have to follow the company to show ads to someone. Like for example, I don't follow United Healthcare. Actually, this is the first time that I have heard from them, but I'm seeing a post right now. And the reason I know it's a, you know, a paid post is first because I don't follow the company and second because it says promoted. Beyond that, it looks like just any other regular post. You can like it, you can comment on it, you can like the page, you can do pretty much whatever, anything else that you can do on a post of your own, but, but that will be the biggest difference. And I wanted to start with that because to answer that first question, that's pretty much the answer. When do you advertise on search and when do you advertise on social? Pretty much goes down or boils down to if you want to go, if you want to go after intent or if you want to go after context. And what I mean by intent is that the most powerful feature for search is that you can just show ads to people that is already looking for the solution or looking for solving a problem that they are aware of. So that's the beauty of it. For example, for markets where there's a, already a lot of demand that is that the, the potential, the market already knows about the problem, like I want to develop an app 
I cannot do it on my own. I need help. In those kind of services and industries, search works wonderfully because you go only to, uh, I call it harvest, what you already have there, harvest existing demand. However, there's one, one big issue with search and is that you don't have uh, that much of control on who is the person that is doing the search. And, and that's the reason that in this example that I'm showing with, that I, I started with, I want to go back to that example to give you a reference of what I mean by that. You can say, I want to show up for app development company. And I know that the person will have the right intent. Yeah, but how do you know that person is not a, per, a, a person that is looking at job at your company? Someone that wants to work for you, not to purchase from you. There's no way to know unless that person puts something like uh, app development company jobs or work at an app development company. Or it can be a student that is looking for information about app development companies. It can be a person that is looking for help on how to start one app development company. So there are many intentions on that word. And if you pick the word, the, the word app development company, you might show up for people that are looking jobs for jobs, for people that are looking for starting a company for app development, or even just people that is looking for help on learning. Let me show you an example. If you go from app development company or mobile app development company to just mobile app development, that will be like a reasonable place to show an ad, right? Saying, I want to show up for that because if someone is looking for development, probably they're looking for, you know, help on creating an app. And, and you can see some here, right? There are some companies that develop apps that are showing up ads when someone is looking for mobile app development. But I, for example, I wouldn't go for those because if you look at the organic results here, you will see that most of the results organically show results about how to become a developer not how to hire one. And it's a very subtle difference, right? If you go from mobile app development to mobile app development company, the kind of results that you get organically are completely different. And that's one of the challenge of search. Again, it's great for selecting intent, but it lacks heavily on context. There's very little that you can do on the kind of person that is doing the search. And I will go a little bit on the back end here to show you some examples. For example, let me go to our account and just show you something. Of course, that we are a, a B2B marketing agency. You can imagine that we go for keywords like B2B marketing agency and stuff like that. And we have some control over demographics, not that much. There are a few things that you can narrow down or select, like the age of the searcher and just the, the bracket, right? Not a specific ages, but they're between 18 and 24 or something like that. The gender, that's another option that is available. Lately, they, uh, Google have added the ability to select based on household income. They do that based on the zip code of the searcher, right? It's not that they know exactly the net worth or the income of the person is that they know 
the average household income of the zip code where the person is doing the search. And so you have those uh, parameters. Obviously you have the location. You can select big cities and small cities. And probably if you're going after a decision making, for example, in B2B, you will have a better luck if you go after big cities on high-end zip codes, because usually you will find companies there and not just individuals. But that's it. That's how much that you can know from search. You don't know anything else about a person, right? So that will be the strong or the strength of search. What about social? And I wanna show you an example using, again, LinkedIn in this case, to show you the big difference between the two platforms. So here I am on the management portion of LinkedIn ads where you can select the audience for those ads. And you can see, you can select location, of course. And, and after that, you can start selecting the kind of person that you wanna show up the ads. And what I mean by that, and let me clear all this so we can start with a brand new audience. Let me clear all. Let's remove all. So imagine that I'm talking about the US, right? So United States. And as we discuss in this example that I'm using, we are after companies that have an owner. So it's a small company, it's not a big one. The one that in my mind, I'm thinking about this potential person that will look for help for app development, for developing an app of their own. And so we know that we want people in the US, that will be the first, the first idea. But then we would like to know a little bit about the company itself. Like for example, maybe we are developing apps on a specific industry. Maybe it's about education, for example. So I wanna go for companies that are in the education space, higher education, that will be an example. That will be the first criteria. And then I can narrow down into what about the company size? I want small companies, not one person companies, but maybe two to 10 employees, maybe 11 to 15 employees at most. So that will be my second criteria. And finally, I can say something, well, because there are gonna be a few people within that company, I want the partner, the owner, and maybe the CXO, right? That's the CEO or the CFO or something like that. And those will be, just, just as a matter of example, those will be my criteria. And as you can see here, I have a target audience. So here, the big benefit of social is that you can select the right people. If you say, I am an app development company, I want to sell only to the US, and I'm just exemplifying here the whole US because you might say, I don't wanna go after the whole uh, country. I'm just gonna sell this on New York and maybe San Francisco because I know there's a lot of efforts on app development on those two cities. And so you have very narrow space. So you have only 18,000 people that matches that criteria. So the big strength of social pay or social ads will be that you can select the right people, the place, the kind of company, the kind of function. I'm not talking about here if that person is in marketing or is in the purchase department, 
and obviously there are many criteria you can select in social, you have that strength. You will be in front of the right people. What will be the only disadvantage is that you don't have control over timing, right? This is the right people, but we don't know if they want to purchase right now. We don't know if they are aware of the solution because we, we have never seen them searching for it. We don't know, for example, if they are aware of the problem, right? Maybe they are trying to solve the problem on their own, trying to look for apps to help them development, but they haven't think about, I need to hire someone. And that, that sounds obvious, but it can be a problem for your specific industry. That will be the biggest disadvantage of social when you use it isolated, is that you will have this great control over the person or the individual that you show the ad, but you will have little control over the intent. And, and that covers what I wanted to discuss today. I don't know. I will stop sharing and stop for a little while and ask you, do you have any questions? Do something pop up on your mind right now? You can you either talk or put on the chat. No? I'm not capable of asking a question yet. Just continue. <laughs> <laughs> don't worry, don't. Um, I've got a lot of learning to do here. Yes, that's great. Don't, don't worry. I'm happy, happy to share. Yes. More than a question, a comment that it's one of the things we were talking this morning, Emilio. Yes. Uh, it's, this is, this, you have to test the market, right? You have to test it and see what, what's, what works for you. Because you're not going to know for the very beginning, you're not going to know if that works for you. This uh, classification that you are making is working for you. But if you really test it and prove it and everything, you're going to be able to get the right market for you. And the advantage, I think, is that this has the right tools of analysis to help you make that decision afterwards, right? After you test it. That's right. That's a great comment, Leonardo. Thank you for, for coming about that. It's true. There is usually best practices. One, one easy indication is when you have a product or service where you have both existing demand and the possibility of creating additional one, and your budget is restricted. It can vary, obviously, depending on the situation, but my usual recommendation is go for the demand that you can already harvest. So capture the demand that you already have on the search engines, if it already exists. Unless your effort is really more about brand awareness and more about maybe remarketing, for example, is a good example. If you want to be in front and top of mind to your current clients and current prospects and opportunities, then social is a better medium. But, but if you want to capture existing demand, you go to social first. And then if you have already captured as most demand or as many people that you can there, then you can expand into social. Obviously, my recommendation will be try both because then you can test and compare because social can be used for demand generation too. It's not just for brand awareness, but it's just harder because you don't have control over the timing. However, there are situations where you really have to use social and there's not much to be done on search. I remember an example that I will be happy to share. We worked with a client some months ago and she developed a very interesting app for people that wanted to preserve the, their heritage, the things that they had at home that they wanted to give to their children or to their family when they pass away. And she, so she developed an app where you can take pictures and record a little bit about the history of whatever you were going to give away or giving inheritance. 
And obviously, it was a product that nobody was searching for much. Is nobody's thinking one morning, oh, it would be awesome to record what I have around my house and just give a glimpse of the history behind something that I'm going to left when I'm not here. So obviously for that specific case, we chose social media because we knew that, that you, we knew the target. We knew the kind of person that would be interested is just that probably they were not aware of the solution like that one. And she had a great success because obviously it resonated very well. In this case, it was Facebook with the crowd or with the audience that she was after. So there are cases where when you have a very innovative product or very innovative service where the category itself have not been defined, where, and it's not about, it's not that your product doesn't have unique things. It's just that the solution itself is very rare where you need to start on social because you need to build, to start building awareness. On, on that. Very well. I have a question here about if you can make ads on LinkedIn using animated GIFs. Good question. To be honest, I have not used GIFs so far. I, I prob probably you can't. However, what you can do is use video. That's one thing that you can use. So you can make a, a short video without audio that will be animated and it can be quite short. And you can use that as uh, one of the formats of the campaign. LinkedIn, the other thing that LinkedIn offers that is very interesting is that it has very interesting formats. It has the usual image. And let me see if I can show some examples here. Here. So you have the usual image, just like the one I showed on the feed. And you have the text ad, which is the one that shows in the, in the upper part of the page but you have the carousel, you can promote videos. And there's, I'm sorry? This is LinkedIn? This is LinkedIn, that's right. Okay. Yes. Another thing that you can promote or you can do is you can start conversations. Let me show you an example here. Like this one. This, the email, it's a promotion. It's something that is a sponsor. You can send you can send emails that look like messages to the inbox of a person. And obviously, if you, you have a call to action and all that, you click on that and you are sent to page usually. LinkedIn have very interesting formats beyond images. And Facebook do too. Social, especially, social in general have very interesting formats. Nowadays on Facebook, for example, you can have an ad that sends you to, to the messenger, Facebook messenger. There are nowadays, I think there are ads for WhatsApp and there are formats where you just feel the information within the same ad. You don't have to go to a landing page to feel anything. So there are very, and that's part of the, that's part of the experimentation that you have to try it out. You can create different campaigns for different ad formats and test what works first, best for your brand. All right. And I think those are the two topics. Uh, to be honest, for this first event, I just have that topic in mind. The only one thing that I want to cover was the question that you were doing, Leonardo, about website builders. Yes. As this is here, I'm going to do a little bit of promotion. The only platform that we develop or create websites for is HubSpot. That's the company that we are partners for. And so our website is built on that, but that's a very robust and complete CMS. Usually when you want to start at the beginning with a builder that is easier to manage and to work with, the standard, the open format is WordPress. 
as uh, a lot of you have heard, but there are website builders and probably the, the three that I consider the most popular and the ones that people use the most are Wix. Let me show them here. So you have Wix. The other one will be Squarespace. And the last one, and there are many more. This is a very crowded space, to be honest. And you have Weebly. So th these are the three that I, I remember have the, the largest market share for website builders. And they are called website builders because usually they are drag and drop. They are just like a PowerPoint presentation versus uh, WordPress or any other CMS where you actually have to code. And do you have templates? Yes, but you still have to know your way around a little bit on the management side. Website builders like Wix and Squarespace and Weebly are easier to manage. They used to be very different, different sorry, in the past. Nowadays, I think they have come together. I think the largest one is Wix, is the most popular and is the one that has the uh, largest amount of websites. And, and therefore is the one that has broader templates, allows you to go from personal websites to business ones. And it has some robust e-commerce offering. Second largest, I think, is Squarespace. I consider Squarespace more design oriented. It's a platform where a lot of uh, artists and um, designers and photographers and that kind of professional services gravitate towards. So it's, it's, it's a website builder that caters more to that kind of created, creative individual. And Weebly was acquired recently by Square, which is a payment processor company. So they are now more focused on e-commerce. I will consider nowadays Weebly a closer competition to something like Shopify, which is 100% e-commerce or it was born as a e-commerce platform. And so any of the three will be a good fit. Honestly, probably the best thing to, to do is to try them out, the three of them. I think all of them have a, a free version that you can test. And, and explore one of the free templates and see which one works for you and, and you go from there. All right. Very well. I think that for today's session, I don't have any other comments or questions. And I really appreciate guys, you coming to this first event. I will, as I share on the email, I will do these events every week for no more than an hour. And I will always come with a maybe two or three topics to discuss. If you feel like you want to be part of them, just jam in and we will have a conversation. And if on top of that, you have any other questions that you want to discuss for the next session, feel free to either email me or just put it on the chat and I will try my best to answer. Yes. Emilio, I just want to make a comment. I think your topic you discussed today is excellent. I just can't fit it into our product, which, what makes sense, but we'll get into that Monday, maybe, or whenever. Yes, yes, no, definitely. I'm, I'm quite excited about exploring this with you. Of course, for that exploration that we are going to do, I will dive deeply into your use case and uh, we will go into recommended budget and that kind of stuff. We really, and I, I have obviously an opinion of where you should start. Because in your case, uh, I think the the market already already have some demand in the form right. of search uh, searches. So I would recommend start with um, Google for sure. 
and just maybe try out LinkedIn to just get an idea of what you can accomplish there. But yeah, we will discuss that next week for sure, Donald, and I'll happy to see if we can move forward. Great. Thank you. Awesome. Very well. Thank you, everybody. Have a great thank afternoon. Thank you very much, Emilio. And thank, yeah, thank you, Leo. Uh, and I'll talk to you next week. Okay, sure. Bye-bye, everyone. Goodbye.